and welcome to the bus stop. This is the official podcast of National School Transportation Association, and I am Kurt Mackinson, Executive Director. And in this week's member update, we do have another in the NSTA Flash webinar series. This is COVID-19 Risk Management for Contractors. So please join us on Wednesday, October 21st at 12 noon Eastern time for this informative webinar. The COVID-19 pandemic has ushered in new human resources and operation protocols and procedures designed to keep everyone reliant upon student transportation safe and secure as the industry deals with the effects of this health crisis. By implementing or not implementing protocols, what are the legal and liability ramifications for your business? This NSTA flash webinar will look at common sense practices that you can adopt and put into effect right now. So once again, COVID-19 risk management for contractors. Join us on Wednesday, October 21st at 12 noon. Registration is being circulated throughout the NST through our membership bulletins. But if you need further information, please contact us at info at yellowbuses.org. And today at NSTA, the bus stop, we're so happy to welcome Previous guest of ours, Sandy Steelhammer. She's the NSTA Grant Administrator. So welcome to the bus stop, Sandy. Thanks so much for having me. It's good to be back and explain all the good stuff that we've got going on. I'm excited this year. Okay, excellent, excellent. As you know, October is Dira Month at NSTA. So why don't we go over the Diesel Emissions Reduction Act for the listeners who may not be familiar with the overall program? Okay, so the DERA, Diesel Emission Reduction Act, provides funding through the federal government that has different buckets, gets disseminated out to the public. Some money goes to the states, and the states can determine what they want to do with it to reduce emissions, and some will go directly to the population so they can propose projects to reduce emissions, whether it's government agencies or agencies like NSTA who are nonprofit agencies that have a mission to help reduce emissions for their industries as well. So this is a a base program. And in addition to providing this information for NSTA members, we also want to alleviate any confusion that folks might have um, because we are going to be dealing with two separate programs, the EPA school bus rebate program and then the NSTA members only program. So let's talk about the EPA school bus rebate program first. Okay, perfect. So through the DERA funding, the EPA allotted funds to do an annual rebate program directly through them. Many members may be familiar with that. The EPA runs this as long as I've been involved. It's an annual thing. It launches every October. And what that is, a lottery system So private contractors apply directly to the EPA to to get an award, meaning a rebate, for the replacement of an older school bus. So in this year's rebate program that is directly through the EPA, private contractors will fill out a one- or two-page application listing the school bus that they would like to replace, the VIN numbers, all of that kind of information. And depending on what they're looking to replace it with, the EPA may select your number. It's granted on a lottery basis. So if you are selected out of this random lottery basis, you could get $20,000 for a diesel or gasoline replacement bus, $25,000 for a propane replacement bus, 
30000 for a CNG LNG replacement bus or 65000 for a battery electric bus. So their program, the EPA's direct rebate program, was updated this year to actually be to coincide with the fuel choice that the contractor is going to move to. So that's been a change from years past. In years past, it was kind of aligned with the size of the bus. It was either 15,000 or 20,000, and that was just the end of it. Now they're looking to actually move more towards the emission reduction fuel option. That's great. And I know that the EPA, we had Jason Wilcox on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. They launched their program October 1st. What is the deadline for submission of applications? October 30th. So we still have about two more weeks to get those applications in directly to the EPA. Okay. And if somebody wanted more information, we've circulated that through NSTA, Mm -hmm. but um, if they wanted to find more information about the EPA school bus rebate program, where could they go? So the EPA has a website. If you go to epa.gov, I find it easier if you do the direct link. So it would be epa.gov backslash DERA, D-E-R-A, backslash rebates. And that'll take you directly to the rebate program. But if you explore the epa.gov backslash DERA websites, it'll give you all the information for all the different opportunities there are for funding assistance in the various industries for reducing emissions. So it's a great resource to kind of get in there, explore around, get familiar with what the EPA EPA is trying to achieve and find various opportunities that may be through your state directly or through the EPA directly. Nope, and that is good advice because yeah, when when Jason launched, you know, his program the beginning of the month, I was poking around and there is a lot of great information if you go there. So thanks for that information, Sandy. Now we're going to go on to phase two of our uh, two-phase project here. That brings us to the NSTA members only DERA program. So can you talk a little bit about this unique program to NSTA members? Yes. So the within the EPA, as we talked about earlier on, they have various funding opportunities. Some money gets disseminated to states, some money will get allocated to their rebate program, which is what we just talked about, and then some money is allocated towards a national competitive grant program. Now, that national competitive grant program is only open to agencies such as, say, NSTA, that is a nonprofit that works with the private industry that has diesel fleets. So, As the NSTA, we applied to that competitive grant program, and we were awarded funds for the project that we proposed in Region 5. What we proposed is, based on feedback we received from members, we heard that those competitive grant applications that we have done in the past that were successful were still a significant heavy lift of work before we even knew if money was coming. So before we were granted an award or anything like that, we were doing the bulk of the work ahead of time. So we were trying to kind of, you know, flip the script on that and say, what can we propose that would just get a little bit of information up front that could get funded and then do the heavier lifts, i.e. securing engine model serial numbers, VIN numbers, mileage emission reports for buses, all of that kind of stuff that needs to happen, can we save that for the end? So our proposal for the competitive grant 
for 2020 was our own members-only rebate program. So what that entails is a simplified version of what we did every year. So what we're what we're doing this year with the rebates is it's going to be a flat amount, 25% of a replacement bus up to $25,000. The fleets just need to be 2009 model year engines with certain mileage. And on what the contractors now only have to do is submit a certain amount of information and not the heavy lift that we used to do through the competitive process where the EPA actually looked at every, you know, minutia from the bus reports. So it's a very exciting time because it's a brand new program that we did get funded this year through the through the competitive grants. And we received over $625,000 to distribute to members in the Region 5 EPA area. So we're very excited to get it out there and, you know, we want to get started. It's something new. It's something exciting. And hopefully in years forward, it'll be, we can get approved in other areas as well and start, you know, making a difference in the emissions from school buses and getting the cleaner buses out there on the road. Yeah, and that's great. And I'm excited about the program as well. As you mentioned, it's limited to EPA Region 5 at, at this point. And uh, I guess we'll talk about a couple things before we're able to close out here. But one of the things is that we did distribute through NSTA to all our members in Region 5 an outline of this program. So they're all aware that it's out there. And you can contact on the membership side, you can contact me if, if you need membership information from NSTA or Sandy if you need information regarding the DERA program for NSTA members in Region 5. So if you're not an NSTA member, you can't participate in the program, but it is a reason why you're going to want to join NSTA because of benefits like this. Now, futuristically, Sandy, as we talk about this and expanding the program, what are the things that we can do now to set the groundwork for this program next year so we can get it out to more folks? So really what it is when the competitive grant comes around every year, typically it's in the earlier part of the year, say January, February-ish, the EPA puts out the guidelines for the competitive grant model. And it really relies on the funding that is granted through through the DERA program. So right now, as we speak, I know the appropriation committees are working to continue funding this program, but it all hinges on that. If the funding does not continue for DERA, then there will be no competitive grant program, and then the NSTA member rebate program could be affected. So really, what it really takes is the efforts to continue funding this important program, DERA, and making sure that you know these efforts to reduce emissions continue, you know, into the future for several years. The DERA program uh, was only originally authorized for a few years, and then it got extended. And it seems, you know, that every year it's it's still kind of kicking the can down the road, waiting for a long-term commitment to keep this going to a certain year. So that's what we're hoping to do. We're hoping that you know through our efforts. And, you know, working with, you know, several of our partners, we can continue funding the program and continue offering opportunities like this for school bus contractors 
to reduce emissions, number one, and get some government funding through the DERA program to help them do that and stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, and the, one of the partners you're talking about is the good work at the Prime Policy Group that really helps us with the lobbying efforts on Capitol Hill to secure DERA funding. And the last iteration, mm-hmm. although it's been caught up in the morass of, of political gamesmanship this year, was actually for a 10-year you know, window for a future DERA program. We will obviously see what happens with respect to the election and what happens next year with the DERA program overall. But that, that's where it was in, in 2020. Now, before we go, Sandy, what is the deadline for operators to participate with the NSTA program? So we need the application submitted to info at yellowbuses.org by Friday, November 13th, 1159 p.m. So that Friday night is the cutoff for applications to come in. The timestamp on the email application is going to be the trigger as to whether or not it was submitted in time. And what's going to happen, we didn't talk necessarily about eligibility, which is all in the guidelines, which, Kurt, like you said, is on the NSTA website under the members only section. But keep in mind that once these applications come in, um, the first point is the timestamp of when they get submitted. And then we look at each application and we're going to score them. So depending on if you're in an area that the EPA deems as a priority area, you know, this is an area that has high emissions that we want to reduce, you know, a score would be granted for that. And, you know, the, the applications would be awarded in that order. So we need the applications by Friday the 13th. Sounds odd saying that, but <laughs> Friday the 13th <laughs> at 11.59 p.m. <laughs> and like I said, the timestamp is, is really going to be the most important trigger on making sure those get in in time and, and are considered. Right. So Friday 13th could be your lucky day, in other words. Exactly. Um, so, exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's flip the script. <laughs> let's make it lucky. <laughs> So uh, I, I know you pointed to folks to the you know guideline materials, and everyone should read that if you are interested in the program. After reading that material, if they have a question, Sandy, where can they reach you? Uh, 215-896-3846. I'm extension 104. Or Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at rckelly.com. Great. Lots of great information. We condensed it in a digestible format here. Sandy Steelhammer, NSTA Grants Administrator. Sandy, thanks so much for joining us at the bus stop. Absolutely. Happy to be with you guys again. 